Hi guys, how you all doing? Live long and prosper. Now, this week, or actually just a few days ago in fact, uh, Lamborghini sent out a press release uh, stating that it is the 50th anniversary of the Countach. Countach, Countach, how do you want to call it? You know the name Countach uh, kind of deviates from the Lamborghini uh, tradition of naming their cars after bulls. Uh, Countach was uh, named earlier on in the project, the project of course, uh, to create a car that would replace the Mura. And Countach is just an expression of astonishment because they must, when they saw this thing, can you imagine in the 70s when this thing came out, this was shown 50 years ago at the Geneva Motor Show in 1971. It went into production in 1974. In 1971, can you imagine seeing this amazing machine? And obviously you were like, whoa! So an, aston an expression of astonishment is most appropriate. Countach, Conta uh, 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 however you want to pronounce it, that's what it was. Now. When I saw this press release, I got to thinking about my own contest experience. So this is not about the history of contest. I'm not going to go into all of that. There's countless places you can look that up. Uh, you know, I can put up a press release on my Facebook page. So you can do all of that there and stuff like that. Uh, this is going to be more about my own first experience with a Lamborghini uh, Countach. And uh, before we do that, make sure that you're subscribing to youtube.com forward slash browncarguy. Follow me on browncarguy.com and across all social media channels. Just search for my hashtag. It's on my hat. Hashtag browncarguy. And you know what? You can sponsor these videos from as little as $2 a month and reach a whole load of people. In fact, just check out the stats on my YouTube and Instagram page and stuff like that by simply going to patreon.com forward slash browncarguy. And uh, yeah, hit me up for as little as two dollars a month price of a coffee it'd buy me a coffee wouldn't you thanks <laughs> let's get into this so this took me back this, uh, this press release about the 50th anniversary of the Lamborghini Countach uh, to around, I think it must have been 1991 or 1990 or 1991 back in Jeddah. Basically, I had become, become Saudi Arabia's first motoring journalist back in 1989. I've spoken about that extensively, written about it extensively. There's also a chat with Saudi Arabia's current leading automotive journalist, Bakar Azhar of Saudi Auto, in which he actually confirms that, yes, indeed, I was the first automotive motoring journalist in Saudi Arabia. So I started writing for Saudi Gazette and then for Arab News and my probably my closest dearest friend at the time, uh, still is in fact, uh, all these years later, uh, was a guy called Shahir Haki and the reason we became, we hit it off from day one and we became such solid friends is that because he was a fellow petrol head, he was a kindred spirit at school and you know we would sit at the back of the class and uh, underneath our desk play with toy cars whilst all the boring stuff was going on at the front. Yes, I've been guilty of that sort of thing. So uh, he actually, he his dad worked in Saudi Airlines. Now those of you who are familiar with Saudi Arabia will know that big companies like that would often have, and, and not so much I guess these days, but back in the 80s and stuff like that, they would have their own sort of residential compounds and, and areas like that where it would kind of, you know, because there were quite a lot of restrictions in Jeddah, so they would create these compounds where families could live and sort of live out the lifestyle that they were maybe used to, you know. Um, so a little bit more freedom in these compounds. So my friend Shahir, his uh, dad worked in Saudi Airlines, so he lived in Saudi City in Jeddah. Um, 
Now, I used to often go out there, hang out, hang out with him and stuff like that. We used to cruise around. I was already getting cars at this point. This, you know, I started in 1989, so I'd always go down there and we do photography. We take them for a drive and stuff like that. Being a fellow petrol head, obviously, his input was always invaluable as well. It was just cool to hang out with your buddy, right? Um, when we were driving around Saudi City, we noticed a Lamborghini Countach. Wow. And it was, you know, in, in Saudi City. After a good few weeks, my buddy managed to track down who it was. Turned out he was a flight engineer, obviously, in, in Saudi Airlines, because it was Saudi City, and he had this car. So went over, introduced ourselves to him. Turned out he had seen the articles in the newspaper, so he was familiar with the work. And uh, he showed us this car of his. It was uh, absolutely extraordinary. It was a white uh, LS5000S. Um, Beautiful, beautiful machine. Uh, relatively new at the time, but nonetheless, it had been delivered new in Saudi Arabia. It had been subsequently abused and driven very, very hard and not really looked after. So this guy, and I don't know his name, unfortunately. And the reason I don't know his name, of course, I knew it at the time. I've just forgotten. But the reason I don't know his name is because there was this thing at the time, still is to maybe to some extent in some parts of the world, but particularly in Saudi Arabia, I used to find this a lot with owners of nice cars that they didn't want to be named in print or in publications or anything like that. You know, they'd be happy for you to look at their collections or look at their cars or do whatever but they'd be like no 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 don't don't mention my name i don't want to be in paper don't mention my name i don't know what they were up to i didn't ask i don't know why they wouldn't be in the wouldn't want to be in the paper but anyway uh being as this guy was a perfectly legit engineer for um saudi airlines again i don't know why if by any chance somebody knows him or he's watching this or somehow this has tracked him down i would love to say hello to him i'd love to get back in touch with him see if he's still got that car now, we went to see this guy and he had basically said he bought the car and it was in a bit of a state when he bought the car. You know, and it must have been, what, a couple of years old or something at the time, I can't remember. But um, he had then meticulously restored the car again, like to brand new, probably to better than factory specifications. Now this was a guy, it was incredible because he pulled out these massive files and all these things and all this photographic evidence of the work that he'd done on the car. And for example, one file, he said he opened it up and it was just diagram after diagram after diagram after diagram of the gearbox because he'd literally had to take the whole gearbox apart. It had been shot. Remember with Lamborghinis and supercars of that era, gearboxes and things like that weren't entirely that robust. So for example, with a Lamborghini Countach, you, when you start it up uh, uh, first, you never drive away in first gear. You know, you're supposed to drive, I think it's second gear, you're supposed to move it off just to allow all the oils to warm up and circulate around, you know, the engine and the transmission and stuff like that. So you're supposed to look after these things. So anyway, the gearbox was shot. So he'd actually taken the thing apart, cog by cog by cog by cog, and he'd drawn diagrams of every stage of that process so that he would know how to put it back together again. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, they were. I was looking at like blueprint level drawings. It was incredible. So he'd done this and he, for example, the, 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 the level of detail, just to give you an example, you know, you had that hexagonal shape, that really weird shape at the back of the Lamborghini Countess, which houses the rear uh, taillight configuration. So it's basically like a red uh, piece of glass. And then I think there's three square blocks in the middle that represent the lights. Um, so he brought me one of those and he said, have a look at this. He said, what's wrong with it? And I was, and it was just the cover, right? So I was looking at it, looking at it, examining it all. You know, it's nothing wrong with it. It's absolutely fine. He said, look where the screw goes in looked where the screw went in and there was like a 
a, a millimeter or two millimeter crack line where the screw went in where somebody had basically tightened it too much you know so this for him was not good enough and he'd actually got a new one to replace this one which to my eyes looked absolutely perfect and to most people would be perfect but to him it wasn't right so he'd gotten a brand new one and he'd replaced it anyway to my astonishment he did, he agreed to have the car featured in the newspaper he agreed to have me do a feature on it we agreed to meet up again and uh, he said he would take me out for a drive and stuff like that I was I think 20 or 21 at the time so relatively young and I'd driven obviously a few cars I'd started driving cars but no supercar as such you know uh, nothing like this anyway we agreed a time I had a little Sony Handycam video at the time um, and I really wish, and I do have the VHS videotape with me somewhere, but I don't have a VHS player um, that I can actually play it on and re-record it and then show you the footage. I wish I could. I will do that at some point in the future. Just stay tuned and keep following me, and I'll try and do that. But what, ha what happened is that I had the video camera. I took some photos. The photos you can uh, see um, are coming up. And uh, we also did some video as well. And I gave the camera to uh, my buddy uh, Shahir and um, so what happened is that we went up to the Corniche Road uh, which wasn't far from there so where you know he could take it for a little bit of a run and show me you know what it could do and stuff like that and I was just blown away I was you could I mean I was like any other kid I'd had a poster of this thing I mean who of us of our generation didn't have a poster of a Lamborghini Countach on the wall I was of course one of those you know and to me I was really of that generation where I loved the whole wedge-shaped supercar thing I mean my favorite, ultimate favorite car, as you can see right there, is the Lotus Esprit. Now, to me, the Lotus Esprit is just a perfect definition of wedge shape. That obviously came after the Countach. The Countach lined with those perfect, that, that paper fold, sharp edge, wedge, wedge shape uh, design that, you know, even the mirror, as beautiful as it is, was put in the shade by this thing because people were like, what, it, what planet has that arrived from? It looks incredible. Uh, impossibly low, impossibly sleek. I mean, they couldn't even, they had to put, a, the original ones had a periscope on them, right? Because they couldn't put the wing mirror, they couldn't see behind, so they put a periscope thing from the roof so that you could see back behind you. It's incredible. But anyway, this is when supercars really were something special, you know. I mean, you talk about Saudi Arabia today, you could, I mean, you know, it's not even fair to say that it looked, that seeing one of these uh, would be like seeing a Lamborghini Aventador today because, you know, there's an Aventador on one of, on the street here near Kingsbury in northwest London. It's not that special anymore, but what would I, what could I compare it to? Maybe a Bugatti, even then in the Middle East, not really. Maybe something like a Koenigsegg perhaps or something like that. It, it, it was akin to seeing an alien creature. It was just like, oh my god what is that even in Saudi Arabia even in the 80s it was something really rather special anyway to continue the story so we took it out for a drive now obviously it's a two-seater uh, my buddy was um, I think he was in my car and we, we, we followed the car to a lay-by and then we parked up there we did some pictures and, and, and video and then he said jump in the car so I jumped in with him and um, I told my friend to just wait there he waited there and we took off 
did a couple of runs in this car up and down this uh, Cornish uh, road that runs along the the the, the, the it's kind of beachfront road in Jeddah, and uh, you know and you know those days you could you could drive pretty quickly, not really an issue and stuff like that. So he was showing me what this car could do, and I was just wow! I was pinned back in my seat. I was just soaking in the smells, the sounds, the the sheer force of that motor that you could literally you could feel it over your shoulder. That was just kind of ramming ramming into you and you're just like accelerating off into the distance you know couldn't see anything out of it and stuff like that but you know it was incredible um at one point he pulls over and much to my surprise he pulls over and he goes um do you want to have a go do, 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 do i want to have a go Remember, I think I'm 20 or 21 years old at that point. I have never driven a supercar or anything like this ever before. And the guy who has meticulously restored this car to the point that he won't tolerate a two millimeter crack in the rear taillight where the screw would have hidden it anyway, has just said to me, would you like a go? What do you say? Heck yeah. At the same time, you're terrified. At the same time, you're like, oh my God. So yes, I jumped into the driver's seat and uh, we basically, we, we kept going in straight lines, you know, because couldn't see anything out of this car at the time, you know, and it came to a point where I had to obviously turn it around. Oh man, I was sweating because I couldn't see it. And I said, is it all right to turn around? Is it all right to turn around? I was asking him and he's like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it, you know, and uh, got to accelerate, got to change up through that Click clack click clack open gated gearbox. Oh what a what an experience. What an incredible experience that will that ingrained itself into my memory banks and would always will always and still always stays with me. So the funny thing is that uh, obviously you can hear this thing coming a mile. So my buddy who was parked in a lay-by obviously heard us coming back, got the camera out, the handycam, and started filming, you know. So you can see in the footage that the car comes up and uh, uh, comes up towards the lay-by. He's still filming, he's still filming, comes into the lay-by, so he's still filming, he's still filming, comes up and parks behind my car. He's still filming, he's still filming, and then he zooms in. And he sees that it's me and then immediately he drops the camera. He's so freaked out. He was so astonished and shocked that you literally like for you can't even make it out. But like for a split second, I think you can make it out in the video or something. And then he just he just basically turned the key because he couldn't believe that I had just driven it. And he was absolutely freaking out. He was like, whoa, you drove the Lamborghini Countess. I was like, yeah. <laughs> But there you go. I mean, then, and of course, I did a feature which uh, ended up in Arab News. Uh, we never got to use the video anywhere. This was the days before YouTube and all the rest of it. Uh, like I said, if I can dig out that footage and if I can make it work and somehow transfer it, I will at some point put that up and probably link it to this. But an incredible experience. And it's not the only time I drove a contest. Uh, fast forward many, many years later to around, what, 2006 or 2007, something like that, back in Dubai, and I got to drive another Countach, you know, so many years hence from, from, from that original experience. Um, now, uh, I, 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 you know, what, what was that, 16 years later? Uh, 1990, 2000, 2006, yeah, 16 years later, something like that. So, I don't, I don't, you know, the, the car is still amazing. It is such theater. It's such an extraordinary, even today, it is breathtaking to behold. The sound is sensational. But I have to say the driving experience, it's one of those, you know, if you really put this thing on a pedestal, 
don't meet your heroes uh, because the driving experience is not quite there you know it, to by today's standards it's difficult it's cumbersome it's hard to see out of it's it's actually not that quick you know i mean we went to shoot this thing in dubai and I think at the time I had a Golf GTI press car with me at the time and I drove that to the location where I met the guy and then we, we did a drive in the Lamborghini and stuff like that. And I remember thinking at the time, I was like, that GTI could run rings around this thing, no problem at all. But none of that matters because even then, as I got out of the car and obviously my analytical brain was saying, oh yeah, you know, it's not, you know, by today's standards, this is really prehistoric. It is an absolute dinosaur. It is so agricultural. It's so uh, big and cumbersome and not that quick and, you know, hard to drive. But at the same time, I have to say, when I got out of that thing, I was buzzing. I was buzzing just like a 21 year old kid all over again i was just like wow what an experience so there you go man lamborghini whatever they do from that point onwards i don't think i mean as good as you know and i've driven the ventador i've driven the the Huracan and uh, the um, uh, what's the Gallardo, uh, Gallardo uh, Performante is one of my favorite cars um, and the Ventador is amazing it's absolutely stupendous and it is it, even today it is a showstopper it's incredible but the shock and awe the original just mind-blowing experience of being in the presence of a Lamborghini Countach you know from the late 70s right up to the 80s and into the 90s I don't think will ever, ever be matched by any supercar, hence going forward. I don't think anybody can quite understand what that was like. Anyway, let me know if you have any Lamborghini Countach memories, if you have any experience, if you've owned one, or if you are that guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> in, in from all that, all those years ago in Saudi Arabia because he was an English guy he was a British guy so maybe he's back here in the UK I don't know uh, I wonder if he brought the car back with him that would be awesome to be reunited with that thing uh, but anyway let me know what you think of the Lamborghini Countach your experiences and all the rest of it and yeah hope you enjoyed the video Hope you enjoyed that video. If you did, make sure you hit that like button. And you know what? Try to leave a comment, try to share it. And of course, you're subscribing, right? To youtube.com forward slash browncarguy. And follow me on my blog as well, which is just browncarguy.com. Look me up on the socials. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even on TikTok. Just search for my hashtag, which of course is hashtag browncarguy. And you know what? If you enjoy my content, you can also sponsor it from as little as two pounds or $2 a month, the price of buying me a coffee. You do that, right? these guys did the guys are coming up on the screen right now and in return for that they get their name on even the URL or anything else they want to mention at the end of my videos in many of my Instagram posts and also at the end of my articles on the blog as well and that's a fair bit of reach because on my Instagram I have nearly 8,000 followers on this channel there's nearly two well there's over 2,000 subscribers and I have in total uh, about 350,000 views over the space of just over a year so a fair bit of reach and then you can join these incredible people coming on, that are on the screen as you see behind me which is Muhammad Ali Humaid, uh, Partha Srinivasan, find him on Parthens.com, Tom Conway Gordon here in the UK, Isaac Beauchard over in America, find him on BespokeAutos.com, Reza Adel right here, uh, uh, find him on Instagram at Alizade Cigars, uh, Muhammad Qasim, you can find him on WEHM. 
S.com. Saraja Basi, check out amazing floors and tiling and stuff that they do on Virtuoso Design. Uh, London. Mark Waddell over in Canada and uh, Zach Cogliani, check out his photography on Zach Cogliani Photography.com. These are awesome friends of mine, awesome buddies because they're supporting me. You can join them too, and your name could be coming up on here. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash brown car guy. Thanks so much for watching, and I'll catch you all again soon in the next video.